What does art and your business have in common? Join us as this guest shares how she created a successful and thriving business using creativity for more ease. And don't miss her fantastic strategies. Trapped by the belief that I'm not good enough, bound by the limitations and the lies that consumed my world, this was me. It wasn't until I took the biggest leap in my life to know and trust the power within. And it was at that moment I made a choice. My past will not define me anymore. Hello, I am Terry Carnegie, and I know I am not alone in this. Over the years, I have found that the number one mistake that we make is that we get in the way of our own success story. Yes, I said it. On this show, together we'll tackle limiting beliefs, self-sabotage, getting stuck, fear, doubt, overwhelm, and the imposter syndrome. Join us on this journey designed to transport you beyond your limitations to a world where anything is possible. This is Talking with Terry. Welcome back to Talking with Terry, where we're having powerful conversations to transform your life and your business. And I am super excited for our guest today, Dr. Minette Riordan. It's Minette. Manette Wyerden. Okay. She is a modern day Renaissance woman, transformational artist, writer, award-winning entrepreneur, and advocate for creativity as essential to the well-being of all people on our planet. Uh, I can't wait to dive in. She has appeared on TV, radio, and podcasts around the globe. She has built two successful businesses and worked with thousands of business owners and published three books. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited too. So we're uh, so so for those that are just jumping on and just hearing your magnificence today, let's share people with let's share the backstory for for them to catch up to speed here. How did you get to be where you're at today? Man, it's been a journey, right? Like you know, right? when I think about it's such a loaded question, it is such <laughs> like, a loaded question. In so, 35 seconds, share in how you. 35 seconds. So from. <laughs> PhD at Stanford University in Latin American literature to business coach has been a journey of several decades, several businesses along the way. But uh, about eight years ago, I sold my publishing company. I had a parenting magazine based in the Dallas, Texas area. My family and I moved to Santa Barbara, California, where I'm still so excited to get to live every single day, even eight years later. And I knew I wanted to be a coach. And I had been selling advertising for eight years. And I thought, how hard is it going to be? This is kind of my mantra. How hard is it going to be? And I love it. Harder than I think. (laughs) And, uh, but you know, I, so I kind of jumped into coaching and I realized that the energetics of selling coaching was completely different than it had been selling advertising because advertising was a product, right? Like it was very tangible and coaching was this very intimate personal thing. And I was promising these results for people and it was such an adventure. And in the process, it took a lot of mindset work, a lot of clarity around who my ideal client was and a lot of money work, right? A lot of money mindset around really befriending money, making it okay to charge money for my services, And just a lot of really letting go of the outcome, which is where the art comes in. So part of my own practice, 
of becoming an artist. So I am a creative mentor and business strategist for other creatives. I love teaching creatives how to make money. And I think we can all make money and that there's no such thing as the starving artist myth. We can just debunk Thank that you. Myth. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I won't get on my soapbox right now. Like <laughs> selling art, I just put it on Facebook and it sells. It's not that hard. You just have to ask, right? You yeah. just have to ask. But as part of my journey to really coming back to self as an artist and to claiming the word artist, which was a whole nother podcast journey probably, what I recognized was this learning to sit in the process and let go of the outcome. And it had this masterful impact on my thinking and also my um, energy around selling that I learned to just settle in to deep listening in these conversations and to really enjoy being in the conversation and to really put the client first. And there have been plenty of sales conversations where I didn't make an offer, where I recommended someone else, or I made a lower cost offer, not a high cost offer. So there's something for me around the connection between painting and sales. It's probably worth even digging into more for me personally, but that it was a turning point for me and letting go of outcomes. And when I was able to do that, my income skyrocketed. Well, you think about that. I mean, you... Well, first of all, thank you for sharing this because this is really juicy information because I think sometimes we go into entrepreneurship and we're like, oh, it's going to be a long, uh, you know, an easy journey and like, oh yeah, how hard can it be? And then you realize, and I, I said this the other day on a show that, you know, um, the best personal development is going and starting your own business because so anything that you've been hiding from, anything that you've been avoiding, resisting is going to come up at some level in your business, some level of your relationship. And if it's not in your, your business relationship, it's going to be in your personal matters. It's going to be in your, you know, so everything gets like, I mean, we become like these like, I mean, we're just so vulnerable on so many different levels, but it's such great work. And, it, and it, I feel like it, it's the work that we get to do to really, you know, step into what our purpose and our passion and our, you know, really our, our really our true calling in the world, right? Mm-hmm. So you say this beautifully in that sense, in the sense that, you know, you let go of the process, right? Um, let go of the outcome. Or I'm sorry, let go of the process, let go of the outcome and enjoy mm-hmm. the process. And I think if you look at that parallel to business ownership, like that's like, for me, that's, that's letting go of the how, right. Yeah. Of letting go of, you know, what this is going to look like at the end. And, um, you know, I have kind of a similar background. I have um, a counseling background and I had, uh, I, I got, uh, certified in art therapy as one of the modalities in expressive arts. And so we'd always say like, it's not, it's not the end results that we're looking at. It's the process in that of who you're becoming. So it's, oh, I see that such parallels to that. And so, and, and so um, a big shout out and thank you to Megan Conter for connecting yeah. us because there's a, a lot of parallels and art therapy is a perfect analogy. And, you know, so I do a lot of creative mentoring and helping women connect to their creativity, get unblocked and figure out what's stopping them. And the, the thing for me that's, that I have to keep reminding people is I'm not an art teacher. I'm not going to teach you techniques and tools I'm going to teach you how to fall in love with the process and the journey and to bring play back into our lives. Like I think the thing that's missing in entrepreneurship is play. 
Uh, because it's hard work and we got to balance that out. You know, that, I remember my stepdad saying to me when I was a kid, right? All work and no play makes Jane a dull girl. Yeah. Right? And those old cliches are, are so true. And I realized that I am freely admitting I am a workaholic, a total overachiever. I am a lifelong learner. I love, I love. This is my soul sister from another mother. And I love what I do. (laughs) And it's very easy for the hours and the days and the weeks and the months to go by. And I'm not quite seeing the results that I want. And yet I find that my mantra for the last two years has been the more I play, the more money I make. The more I play, the more money I I make. Love it. Or time off. I take the more money I make. Well, we're talking about the brain now. We're talking about opening and unleashing this, the, the, the right you know, hemisphere of the brain, which is all creativity. I mean, I think about innovation. I think about you know, possibility all lives you know, within that space. And we start to open that up and we start to peer inside. It, it, I feel like, and I'm, I'm right there with you. I have, um, we have a craft room down in our basement. It, um, it's some days like today, it has seen better days. Um, but you know, we go down there and it's, it's always interesting because I've been teaching my daughter about, you know, you know, like, like experiment, like life's an experiment. And so she'll come down and she'll like, mom, I was throwing something away the other day. And she's like, don't, don't throw this away. It's like these little pieces of like plastic that were, I was using for something else. Um, in this little craft project. And um, she's like, don't use those away. You know what I'm going to do? She's like, I'm going to dip those in paint and do the, you know, and I was like, she's like, I'm an experiment, right? But I just mm-hmm. think that like, when I'm looking back, I'm like, wow, I'm starting to have her start to think about stuff, how to use things in different ways, right? Mm-hmm. And so that I believe carries over into that kind of innovative thinking outside the box kind of mentality. It does. And, you know, it's, it's so creativity as a concept is so fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. We were, you know, talking about that ahead of time. So when you think about creativity and innovation in the workplace, it's all about problem solving. And yeah. it's not about beauty, which for me, so much of creativity is about personal self-expression. It's about curiosity and wonder. It's about creating beauty in the world. And I think that gets left out of corporate creative thinking And it's one of the things I love about design thinking processes or bringing art therapy tools into innovative process because it's expansive. And I I don't even want to think outside the box. There is no box. What do you do when there's no box? What other constraints can we create for people? And my daughter's the same way. And boohoo, I'm officially an empty nester as of two weeks. Congratulations. Um, it's a celebration and grieving all mixed up together. Yeah. But same thing. She would come into my studio and play or paint. I have so many canvases that she started. And it's just okay. It's okay for them to come in to play, to experiment to use the tools that are available and uh, not to make a total mess though. So I, <laughs> I hear so, you. Yes. In, in, That's why in we Mama have carpet studio. in our downstairs that we yes. don't care about. So we have yes. Well, in my studio too, because I'm the one who gets paint all over everything, not yeah. her. Yeah. Uh, you know, but um, again, it's about, and I, I watch my kids and they, they have that, that same, it's all about the result. And I think it's the biggest wound and damage that we've created in people from the get-go, every generation for the last, since the industrial revolution, that we've made it all about the result and not about the process. And when it's about the result, it also isn't about human connection. 
It's not about the people. And it's so important to pull all that back and look at how can we make this, bring this back to pouring our hearts, our most authentic selves into what it is that we're creating and then building relationships with the people who really need it. I just had a email conversation with one of my creative business coaching clients today. I don't know who my ideal client is. You know, they get so frustrated. I'm like, just pick. It really doesn't matter. Just pick yeah. a place to start building relationships. Like yeah. who are you passionate about showing up in service to? And, and we get so worked up in the details that we forget. And so yeah. my, my email back simply said, breathe, pick one. Right. And, well, and I think, and we, we forget about that tweaking process. I, yes. I like to share, like, it's like a tweaking, like we can start somewhere and then like, we have all good intentions that that might be the place we end up. And then if we need to, if it doesn't work out and you're like, Oh, that, no, that, that was a little off. Okay. Let's, let's, let's go 10 degrees to the left and then, okay, that feels better. And okay. There's a, something still a little off and let's, let's move it another 10% and we'll target like lunch. And it doesn't require much effort if we're willing to kind of go through that process yeah. process um, <laughs> of exploring in that process of, you know, sometimes it's a process of elimination and seeing that contrast of going, yes, this is what I like and this is what I don't like. And mm -hmm. okay. And you're right. It is about all about, about the process and you're right. Coming like, I'm a type a, like get stuff done kind of girl. Like I think you and I are like seriously right there, but I, I agree. Like, I think sometimes we've been forced into or told or shown or taught that this is the way it has to be instead of mm -hmm. allowing ourselves, you know, that more of that creative space of, you know, exploring and, you know, kind of figuring things out, you know, and, and allow them to come to us. Right. You know, I think of, you know, early on, I think of oftentimes if we have that creative ability early on, we utilize it and people go into schools and, you know, you know, they have a specialty, right? But if we're not using it, we lose it, right? And I don't know yeah. if that's something that, so how can, what's your greatest advice or greatest tip on helping people tap back into? Making time to, for creative play and making it not be another project because as entrepreneurial professional women raising kids often, we don't need more projects, right? I, we have a, a long list of projects. What we need is more play, more exploration, more process. And so setting aside as little as 10 minutes a day to just put color on paper. There's two things about tapping back into our cre creativity. One is committing to practice a few times a week. And that means sitting down, just doodling, like you and I were talking about before the interview, putting color on paper with markers, crayons, oil pastels, watercolor, and not having it be about making something. We don't need another project. We need playtime. And the second thing is, is to use what I call creative constraints. I have a seven steps system that I teach people to access their creativity. And the favorite one is constraints. Pick two supplies or pick a mm. piece of paper and three colors. And because we can oftentimes get overwhelmed by the plethora of supplies in the yes. art cabinet, we love buying yes. all the supplies. But I've also had clients who got terrified walking into an art supply store. Where do you start? What do you pick? So you pick one thing, pick watercolors, and then today paint with yellow. And so I think the more that we simplify the process, again, detach it from the outcome. We're not trying to draw 
Da Vinci style photos yes. or be Picasso, the, right. the impact of a regular creative practice is that it's calming, it's soothing. For women, it's a form of meditation and mindfulness mm -hmm. without actually having to sit still. But the more we give ourselves the opportunity to sit and just play creatively, for yeah. some people, it could be dance, gardening, cooking, but yep. just allowing ourselves the time, which we don't ever do because yeah. we're busy women, but creating time to give voice to the things that make us feel good, that mm -hmm. is creative expression. And I want to be really clear that I think we're all creative and that for me, creativity is not about art. Art is yes. one tiny expression of creativity. Agreed. Music, yeah. dance, writing. My husband's an incredible software engineer. He's a programmer. He's super creative at yeah. programming. Science is uber creative. Yeah. Like how, you know, it's amazing the experimentation and the level of creative thinking that happens in every industry. So if you're assuming that you're not creative, I will prove you wrong. Yes, I love that. And I think you're right. Like using that muscle, I think it's like, yeah. it's using that creativity muscle. And um, my, my daughter and I, we started this little, I don't know what you would call it, where we would take an, an object. Uh, I don't even have a random object right now with me. Oh, you know, like this, like those that can't see it, but it's like, it's a little, it's like a, it's a, it's an eyeglass case, right? But it's, it's, it kind of, it's cool because it, it folds down into like nothing, but we would say, okay, and go. And when we say go, that, that triggers both of us. And we're like, oh, what could it be? Well, if I hold it like this, it could be a cell phone. Like, and you know, like we go through and, and, and then she says one, I say one, I, and we keep going back and forth and we keep using the device back and forth until we're like exhausted. And so sometimes it will go for like a half an hour. We're like, oh, it could be a boat float. It could be a this, you know, and it That's just amazing. is one of those things that, that it just becomes because we're starting to see a, an object. Mm -hmm. in a different way. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, sometimes she'll, I just feel like that helps us, especially in business, tying this back to business. Like everyone's like, how does this tie back to the business? Like it, it ties back in every single way, totally every does. single way, but it also ties back to like, when we get stuck in our business of making choices or having, you know, a certain way, it's like, Oh, my brain's already trained to start looking outside of that possibility. It's like, Oh, you know what? I, you know, it could be X, Y, and Z. You know, so I think it's just, it's really fun to start like incorporating somehow, somewhere that creativity in our lives. And one of the other things that I like to do is license plates when you're driving, yeah. I will like come up with like acronyms or like sayings. It's like, you know, I don't know. It's like HTY and it's like, oh, ha, you know, like, you know, whatever it is, like I'll come up with it, but it's coming up really fast with it. And it's just silly. It's silly stuff. It's nonsensical, nonsensical. Nonsensical stuff. But it's still, it's creative thinking and it stretches Just, your brain outside the norm, yeah. which brings so much value back into your business because then you're never stuck, right? Yeah. You and it's, and, like it's, you have a and you're literally doing it while you're driving at the stop sign, you know, or yes. your stoplight, and you're like just entertaining your brain. Yeah. Um, you know, so I love it. I love it. So this has been delightful. So, how do people connect with you? How do they reach out to you and just fill up on your brilliance, if you will? Thank you for asking. So the easiest way is to go to my website, which is just my name, Manette Riordan.com. 
And I am a Facebook junkie. I'm also on Instagram and everything is just my name, Manette Riordan. I had my aunt one time trying to find my phone number and she looked me up online. She says, you're really easy to find. I'm like, good. That's kind of, kind of the, kind of the That's point. That's kind of the point. It yes. Now saying it might be a whole different other story. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah I, I love I, it. Well, this has been absolutely delightful. Um, you are just a brilliant light. Thank you for thank you bringing creativity. And I'm saying this because I just think that this is what we, I, the work that you're doing is such a gift. Um, so thank you for being the light and, and sharing your gifts with the world. Thanks. It makes me happy every day. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Well, check out her website and, um, until then, thank you so much. I am so grateful that you joined me for this episode. If you've enjoyed this, then there's just one thing that I would like you to do click to subscribe and leave me a rating and review. As my way to thank you, let's connect for a free consultation. Just reach out to me at talkingwithterry, that's T-E-R-I dot com to book your time. Utilizing creativity in your business can unlock innovation, game-changing thoughts and ideas to help you move your business forward. And I invite you to play with this concept a bit and see what you discover.